Warning. What you're about to hear is born of long years of deep friendship, shared experience, brutal honesty, and the reconciling grace of Jesus Christ. Please, do not walk up to the first black or white person you know and start this sort of banter. It will not end well. I told you, first first Sunday of Lent, I was there at this same church, and they had a steel band with a tribute to the forefathers for, for President's Day. No, you did not tell me that. I ain't tell you like, that shit. I, no, no, no. I would have remembered that. Okay. So here's a perfect segue, we, right? We're going to play a steel drum to honor Washington, Jefferson. <laughs> so here we are, first Sunday of Lent. And this is what I talk about, you know, when when when, when we're not cognizant of the implications, right? We, we, we don't pay attention to what we're actually doing and saying. So... <laughs> Here we are, first Sunday of Lent, which happens to also be President's Day weekend. And, you know, I'm doing supply, you know, and I was doing supply, I think maybe the week before. I think I was there the week before or maybe two weeks before when they told me about this. And I was like, oh. And at first they wanted to do, again, I'm doing supply. I can't say, no, you don't right. do that. You right, not I my turn, like, not, not my responsibility. responsibility. But my in my mind, for two reasons, I was like, hell no like <laughs> honoring the forefathers in church what what what, I, <laughs> what the hell does that have to do with church one right two let's we talk about abraham and i and you got your terminology mixed up right right but no we talk about washington uh jefferson uh john adams uh, you know, uh, Alexander Hamilton. That's what we talk about. We talk about the the quote unquote forefathers. And so, one, what in the hell does that have to do with Jesus and church? Two, it's Lent. It's the first Sunday of Lent. What do you mean you want to do a tribute to the forefathers? after communion like what like, like it was like before communion or after communion or something like that what i was like uh-uh i was like so where i did draw the line because again i'm supply so i can't really right. dictate what's gonna happen but where i, I can did tell you what line, i'm willing to do not right. that you can't do it right so I, I i i can talk about what will happen in the guise of liturgy uh-huh. right so um from the opening acclamation to the dismissal, I control that as supply. You know, it will not take place between the opening acclamation and dismissal. Whatever you do after dismissal, it's on you. <laughs> so they agree. Is this a is this a black church? Predominantly, which is even crazier. Predominantly black church, which is even wilder to me. Right? I'm like. Here it is. You got this predominantly black church that is talking about doing a tribute to the forefathers. So here we are standing up in church. Church is over. And um, I make sure I'm like, y'all don't need me. Right. Because I'm like, y'all better not want me to say nothing. Because like, that's the last thing you want. You don't want me to introduce this. You don't want me to make any comments. You want me to just keep my mouth shut. You want you want you want this like what is the Fourth of July kind of moment? Is that what, 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 is, what is it? I can write you something like that. So they say no, we don't need you, but we do. You, you're gonna stay, right? I was like, okay. Oh, no. You know, I stayed. What, what? 
Oh, but I, yo. I stayed in the back. I stayed in the back. I was in the back. I was like, I was standing in the back waiting for my exit, right? I was like, I'm going to be here just long enough before I exit, right? Unfortunately, because, you know, my family goes with me. So, yeah. you know, they sit in the front. Um, You know, I guess Makeda senses what's up and she needs to be tended to. So she starts crying and she got to go. So Saya got to take her out, but she leaves Omari sitting in the front. I'm like, okay, I got to. You know, eventually I catch his eye and call him to the back and make him sit to the back. So I'm like, well, it's time for us to go. We could just oh, yeah, we're going, slip yeah. out. So I'm staying there and I'm listening. I'm standing in the doorway and I'm listening to this crap. And all of this stuff is about extolling the Christian virtues of the forefathers. And I'm like, so I'm standing in the back with the ushers, one of whom is on the vestry. And I'm like, who approved this? Like, what is this? And they were like, and the vestry man was like, I was like, I don't know. I, I, I don't really know. I was like, okay. Do you realize how ridiculous this is? So now we're extolling the Christian virtues of, of, of Thomas Jefferson while, he's, <laughs> while he had slaves and he was raping his slaves. But we're honoring him in church. And I just had... I just had them dumbfounded. They were laughing and and terrified at the same time in the back. People were like telling us to be quiet because I'm like, I'm just like, I'm not loud, but I'm just like whispering to them like, you hear this? Because as they talk about the lives of the of the forefathers, every last one of them, this, 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 Christian this, Christian that, and love and, and Christ. And I I control, I consider myself nothing less than a Christian and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you realize he owns slaves, right? <laughs> no, no, that one got past you. Ah! <laughs> A wonderful product of our American education system. Can't imagine how that one would slide by. And it's just like the normalization of white supremacy. Oh, yeah. You know how white supremacy is something to be honored and to give thanks for. You know, and here's the thing. This is the irony that it was predominantly a black church. That you have black folks extolling the virtues of their slave masters. That's that's the mm -hmm. image that you have. You have black people extolling the virtues of their slave masters. And if you say something like that, everyone, including a lot of black folk, will be like, oh, come on, you know, that's that's a little harsh. And I tell people, you know, I can honor like the declaration of independence is a beautiful document you know um the stuff that jefferson says in there and um you know needs to be revisited especially as we look at this gun debate stuff because people got this second amendment stuff out of control like second amendment ain't got nothing to do with hunting ain't got nothing to do with protecting me against my fellow citizen the reason you need an ar-15 the only reason you need an ar-15 is to make sure that you have a gun that can match the military if you need to go to war against the American government because of tyranny. That's Declaration of Independence. You know, the Bill of Rights is all about defending the revolution, defending freedom from the tyranny of the government. Mm -hmm. So it's a beautiful... As a black man who understands tyranny of the government, I love the stuff that Thomas Jefferson wrote when it comes to democracy. So I can honor the forefathers as far as that is concerned. Don't get me wrong. It's not lost that these were 
great thinkers in their own right, you know? Mm -hmm. But let's not forget the fact that they were slave owners, that they believed in white supremacy, that they upheld the principles of black inferiority, that, you know, they started this global chain of events that ended up in the degradation of countless millions of people. They enshrined that system. Yes. Yeah. They loved it and they, and they create, I mean, created a government that perpetuated it. Right. I don't know how you honor that in church. Yeah. Yeah. And what does that say to the psyche of the descendants of slave masters, but the descendants of, of, of the formerly enslaved? What does that mm -hmm. say about the psychological trauma? When... We can just ignore it. We can just downplay it, right? We, we, we don't have to deal with it. We don't have to face it. We don't have to find actual grace and reconciliation, forgiveness that's hard. We can, we're looking for cheap grace, right? We're looking, for, we're looking for it really wasn't that bad, so it's okay now, right? Cheap, yeah. Cheap grace. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's that's that that, that is ex exactly it. You know, we 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 want to repent without repenting. Mm -hmm. You know, what I mean, we want to, or to be clear, we want to repent without giving up anything. We yeah, want to repent just, without losing anything. It wasn't that bad. I mean, it's yeah. a, it's a little repentance. Like, I mean, yeah, I I'm mean, sorry, but I'm, you know, I'm sorry. It, look at it, all it, the good it, that came from it. And it was a long time ago. You know, and, and we don't really have. To, yeah, no, it's you just. Know, I mean, it. And it's true. And this is what this is the point of, of, you know, the Joseph theory this is the point of, you know, that I'm getting at in my book. Right. Like. Where Joseph says what God, what man meant for evil, God uses for good. Right. Like so Joseph was brought to the highest seat of power in the land and not just for himself, but to save the lives of many, as that passage says, to make Egypt a great nation. That doesn't mean that his brothers and the Egyptians were good for enslaving him. Right. We celebrate them as 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 for celebrate our forefathers who yeah, sold him. Yeah, we don't him. celebrate yeah. the the brothers who sold Joseph. Like, oh man, they were wonderful. They sold Joseph into slavery, and you know, ultimately they were just trying to to get some peace in their household and to preserve their family and keep themselves tied together. They had good motives and good intentions and look at what came of what they did we don't say that crap we don't say that oh man Potiphar was great for sending Joseph to prison he was a good person no but God uses it for good so mm -hmm. did good come about as a, as a result of the horrors of slavery yeah good came about but it's not to the credit of white folk. It's despite the wickedness of white supremacy. By the well, grace I, of God, mm -hmm. something good came about. I wonder about those those tears in the Joseph narrative too, the the weeping, right? I mean, I, I feel like we kind of we kind of I know I just sort of blanched past that pretty quick, right? Like, I mean, he fell on his brothers and wept, and they wept, right? Like, well. I, it's, it's easy to just assume that that was them weeping almost out of that, like, oh, I've missed you kind of family joy kind of thing. But but oh, the no. more I think about it, yeah, I mean, that's that's the naming the evil and weeping over that 
I mean, weeping in despair, weeping in, in lamentation about just what it cost yeah. for all of this, for the lost years of his life, for all of the pain, for all of the, the, the guilt and the shame and the suffering on, on all sorts of parts, like that, that weeping. Yeah. No, and and we just we're gonna we're gonna celebrate and minimize instead of weep. Right, right. Because heaven forbid we have to lament something that we did. Because we have to tell ourselves that we are good people. Yeah. We don't do evil. Yeah, good versus redeemed. Right. Right. We're good instead of forgiven. Right. 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 You know. Yeah. Instead of redeemed, despite our wickedness. You know, we're good to the point where we don't even need redemption. And so we don't even embrace redemption. We don't, re you know, as we talk about the resurrection, the feast of the resurrection coming, you know, as we talk about Easter, we don't need Easter. We don't need resurrection because we're good people. There's nothing that needs to be redeemed. Well, there's, there's a few little things. I mean, it's just, there's a little, there's a couple of little things. That, yeah, that, you need to like, redeem the a, fact that I might have lied to my wife last week. Right. You know? And and slavery was bad. Yeah. But it was it was a long time ago, and it wasn't me, and it wasn't us, and, and now look. And, we'll, we'll, and look at the yeah. beautiful society that we've created. And slavery oh, yeah. was a part of creating that society. We would not have this diverse and, you know, you know, multiplicity society we would not have this society if slavery didn't play a part so in some sense darkies you gotta be grateful for slavery and so extol the christian virtues of your former slave masters in church slaves are still being obedient to their masters oh oh <laughs> oh wow Boy, man, we built we built a re I mean, we built an effective system. <laughs> I mean, we built we built you want to talk about something that works and oh, works man, and works and it's just a beauty. robust and and error I mean error recovery and adaptive. I mean, this is the this is the best artificial intelligence ever made. I mean, this is the best system machine. Oh my gosh. Oh man, it it, it is a it is a beauty to behold. You know, it, in all its wickedness. It right? is awesome like, and great in power. Yeah, oh, like something can be wicked and still be marvelous. Like you marvel at the fact that it is yeah. so damn effective, so salient. Deep and wicked. just deep. Wicked, wicked and deep. I mean, more, every more and more and more layers. Every Everywhere you look, deeper corners, deeper into the folds, deeper into the psyche, deeper into everything. Wow. Hmm. So that's me. Yeah. That was me standing in the back. That was that was essentially the conversation standing in the back of this church. Like, what the hell is going on? And then they're playing steel pan music to it. Like, ah! <laughs> Sing me a song. Sing ah! me a song. Right, 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 right. Right, exactly, exactly. But how can we play King Alpha's song in a strange land? Like, how can we play steel pan music for our slave masters? Like, no. Yeah. And being, being, 
being someone who, as a member of Rising Stars Youth Steel Orchestra in St. Thomas Virgin Islands, one of the one of the greatest steel orchestras in the world, one of the few steel orchestras, if you know, you know, steel pan music originated in Trinidad, you know, and Trinidad is very particular about steel pan music. They don't let anybody come play steel pan music in Trinidad, but they let Rising Stars come and play in the parade um, mm. in Trinidad. Um, I mean, but when I was coming through, I don't know what the band does now, but when I was coming through, before you even got into the band, you had to have an extensive class on the history of steel pan music and yeah. the culture and the the being birthed from revolt and revolution against white supremacy. And it came from that, you know, um, to then turn around and use it to play songs honoring your oppressors. Yeah, white yeah. supremacy is white supremacy is deep, man. It is. It That's is. the Israelites in Babylon. I mean, sing me one of those songs. Yeah, sing me one of your songs. Right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, exactly. We're gonna co-opt everything, and that we cannot co-opt. We are going to twist and and destroy. Man, man, oh man. Thank you for listening to Racial Heresy. Be sure to visit our website, racialheresy.com, to post your questions, comments, and feedback, and to share your own stories of life as a racial heretic. Want to hear more? You can find past episodes of Racial Heresy on iTunes and the Racial Heresy website. Want to hear even more? Invite Racial Heresy to speak at your conference, council, church, training, or event. Email us at ebonyandivory at racialheresy.com or visit our website for information on speaking engagements.